This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage, all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer. From around the world, this is the Mutual Audio Network. The following audio drama is rated G for general audience. There is no embarrassing content. The following audio drama is rated G for general audience. There's no way to make yourself look bad at work, home, or school. This is completely work safe. High up in the Swiss Alps, I was climbing the side of a mountain in search of my friend, who might be dead, and her killer, who might be anywhere. At my side were a dozen robot cats. Their controller, a white robot cat named Sasha, was on my shoulder, having been willed to me by his master as a final dying act. Below us, as I picked my way through the debris left over by the avalanche we'd triggered, I could see the lone house sitting among the snow mounds and wondered how my friends were doing. One, this is four. Come in. Four, this is one. What's your sit rep? I'm about halfway up to where I think Mickey was. I don't see anything so far. House two. She's still out. I've got the couple that ran this place looking after her. No sign of Fung, so watch your back. I hadn't told her about the cats. I doubted she'd approve. Yes, ma'am. Any tips on what to do when I find them? Call in and let me handle it. You're to avoid conflict at all costs, all right? You're up there to find Mickey. Nothing else. I don't need to lose you, too. All right. One, I'm sorry if I pissed you off this morning. Do it. Don't say it. Yes, ma'am. I've got to check the perimeter. Call in if you find anything. One, out. And like that, she was gone, snapped back into her shell, 
As I continued to climb, I wondered if anyone could reach her. I knew she cared, but she was such a puzzle to me at the time. It wasn't until later that I'd learned the reasons behind it. What is it, boy? I really wish you could talk. Why didn't Nikolai build you so you could talk? Did you have a mind link or something? No, he spoke to you, so you must understand. What the? Forming the cats into an arrow? Well, that's one way to let me know. I don't know how you know what to look for, but One Direction's as good as any, as long as we keep going up. Picking my way along behind the cats, I followed them for another half hour until I was standing on a ledge near an outcropping on the mountainside. My breath caught in my throat. There, standing with her back to me on the edge of the cliffside, looking down on the valley below, was Juan, her long black hair billowing in the wind. Not far away from her was Mickey, face down in the snow, unmoving. Fighting panic, I relaxed myself and focused, trying to feel if her spirit was still here, if she was still alive. She was. She was weak, but she was alive, and I needed to get to her. I moved back and away from the outcropping to where I thought it would be safe to talk. One, this is four. I found them. Four, this is one. What's happening? Make it quick. Fung is here, and that playmate you told me about is circling the house. If I shoot her, then she can't help him control it. I know, but if you shoot her, she'll go up and take half the mountainside with her, including you. Now, tell me. Ah, oh, hell, it's trying to get in. Song, back, ASAP. What can I do? What can I do? <coughs> Sasha, can you help? I need you to capture her, but don't kill her, okay? Just knock her out or something. But be careful. If she blows up, we're going to be in big trouble. <coughs> Duh, says the cat. Well, how am I supposed to know what you know? Well, there you go up the mountainside. Good luck, boy. <coughs> God, I hope I know what I'm doing. Moments after Sasha vanished, I watched the line of cats disappear around the corner ahead of me then slowly crept forward to see what happened. There were about a dozen of Nikolai's cats left, four defensive blues, two shooting browns, and six of the explosive blacks. They moved quickly over the snow, fanning out onto the ledge around Juan without her noticing. She seemed completely focused on what was happening below, and unaware of the four blue cats which were sneaking up on her while the others took up position farther away. Then suddenly the blues dashed forward, running so there was one on each side of her, and... Just sat down? Oh, no! What are you doing, you stupid cats? Yes, brother, that's it. You... What is this? Cats? What are you filthy animals doing here? Go away! Juan lashed out to kick at the cat in front of her, then immediately regretted it as her foot met the force shield the cats were generating around her and sparked. Apparently the same field Nikolai had used to protect himself worked both ways. What? What is this? Who has... You. So you think you can beat me with these animals? Well, let's see how you fly. I instinctively grabbed the cliffside, preparing for the gust of wind that would throw me up into the air and to my death. But, as she gestured towards me, to both of our surprise, nothing happened. What have you... Oh no. Brother! 
Girl, you must let me use my magic. My brother cannot control the environmental alone. He needs me. I ignored Juan's pleas and bolted across the snow to where Mickey was, flipping her over. She'd been shot several times, and the snow was thick with clumps of frozen blood. I didn't waste any time and ripped open her shirt, getting my hands in as direct contact with her as I could. She was still warm, but only just. Girl, do you not hear me? We're all in danger if you do not free me! I let the warmth of my healing chi begin to move, imagined a white light covering each of us, hers dim and mine strong, and then let that light begin to flow between us. My life energy mixed with hers, my spirit becoming dimmer, but hers becoming brighter, like two pools of water equalizing. Why are you wasting your time on that cause? Does it living mean anything to you? She's dead! Dead! Now get that through your thick head and let me free! I could see the wounds like they were pools of black in the sea of white, and concentrated on them, willing them to close, to heal. I nudged them gently, trying to urge them shut. I could feel her naturally trying to suck the life from me, trying to heal herself like a drowning woman grabbing for anything that would keep her afloat. Her body was trying to rebalance itself by taking from me, and I had to maintain control to protect myself, or my own she would become unbalanced and weak. Ah! Fine! I will save us all, and you will pay for this later. I cannot cast through this shield, but perhaps I can cast within it. Yes, Yes, I can still control the air within this bubble. Now, let's see how much pressure you dirty little things can take before you burst! Little by little, the black pools on Mickey's body began to close, the skin knitting itself back together, flesh and bone healing as life was restored. Her own chi began to grow stronger, and she was starting to generate it herself. The spirit that was so low was now becoming brighter again. My heart leapt. I was doing it! Just a little more, just a little more, and Mickey would live. Kitty, fall down and go boom. <laughs> oh, you have friends, do you? Well, not anymore. <coughs> that took care of them. Now I just need to make sure someone else doesn't cause any more trouble. My connection with my brother is back, no thanks to you, brat. What, nothing to say? I have half a mind to throw you both off this mountain. Look at me when I talk to you! I had heard Juan, but it was dangerous to take my focus off Mickey. Finally, seeing no choice, I opened my eyes and looked up at her with contempt and defiance. There, that's better. I'm going to save her. Yes, yes, I'm sure you plan to. Do you have any more tricks you want to try? What if I do? How disappointing. Then I'm sorry, but my brother needs my help. And he so hates it when I keep him waiting. Ta-ta! I grabbed onto Mickey, holding both of us down against the wind as it swept down to take us. I felt it began to tug at us and waited for the inevitable impact. It never came. I looked up in wonder to see Juan stumbling back. Sasha's claws dug deep into her face as she frantically tried to get him off. 
The two of them twisted and writhed as she grabbed at him, but Sasha refused to let go. Electricity was arcing all around him, and she kept screaming. Then it happened. In her efforts to get him off, she stumbled and went right off the cliff. No! I scrambled to the cliffside, not so much out of care for Juan as concern for what would happen to all of us once she hit bottom. It took a moment, but I saw her. She was lying motionless on another outcropping, maybe a hundred meters below us, her lower half twisted like a broken doll. Four, this is one. What's your situation? One, this is four. I'm with Mickey, but one. She fell off a cliff and she's unconscious. I think... I think she's going to die. Can Mickey move yet? No, she's still out. Song, I've done everything I can, but that damn elemental is too strong. I think it's going to rip the house apart soon. I don't think I'm going to make it through this, and Karen is still out. I want you to get Mickey as far away as you can, but if you have to, drop her and go. Your life is more important now, and if I get the shot, I'm going to kill Fung the next chance I get. Maybe the root cellar will hold. Maybe he's low on juice. Either way, I... Wait a minute. I've got movement. He's outside now. Near one of the dunes, the SOB wants to talk? Song, I'm going to leave the calm open, but you get running. I'll give you as much time as I can. Mark! I was moving before my brain even registered what was happening, running to Mickey, grabbing her and trying to lift her. Mickey was a lot bigger than I was, and almost solid muscle. It took so much of my strength to lift her, I quickly realized I wasn't going to get far. I put my hand to her chest and checked her life force. It was steady now. I'd done enough earlier, but she was still recovering. I could push her to consciousness, but it might undo what I'd already done. What to do? Good evening, Lieutenant. How are you today? You're looking a little worse for wear. Look who's talking. Yes, well, the cost of a rescue by my large friend here. I'm afraid elementals aren't the gentlest of creatures. Poor baby. It must be taking an awful lot of power for you to keep him under control. You might say that, but don't worry. I've got just enough stored away to keep him happy and give you a ride you'll never forget. And don't think of shooting me, please. If you were to do that and I lost control of this big fellow, why, he'd make sure this whole valley looked like it'd gone through the mixer twice over before he calmed down. <laughs> Think of all those poor little people, huddling in their homes, waiting for someone to rescue them. And then they hear that wind. <laughs> the last thing they'll ever hear. Look at the ambassador. You do that. We'll be waiting. Song, you heard? Yes, ma'am. I can't let those people die for one man. Can I, Song? No, ma'am. Damn it. Song, you and Mickey get out of there. His crazy sister dies and we're all still screwed. I... I'm going to see if Karen's up. Maybe she can think of something. Damn it. Just get out of there, okay? I didn't have the heart to tell her I couldn't move Mickey. I just replied I would, and she signed off. What could I do? I wondered. Mickey was stable, but... Then it hit me. If Juan died, there was no telling what might happen to Fung. 
Even though she was out, they were still connected somehow in their control over that elemental. And when she died, we were all screwed either way. I pulled myself up and ran back over to the cliff. Oh, come on! There's got to be... Yes! There it is! That slope will get me down to her. But if I don't stop sliding, I'm going to go right off the mountain. How do I stop myself? What do they do in movies? Knives! They use knives! Let's see if Mickey's got one. What am I saying? She's got like six. I only need two, though. Oh, I hope this works. With two of Mickey's knives in hand, I ran to the far edge of the outcropping where the mountain slope took over and began to move myself down, around, and under the outcropping. It was hard and my feet ached, but I didn't have much time. Several times I nearly slipped, but finally I got myself into position over where Juan was below and began to use the large combat knives to keep myself steady as I made my way down to her, digging each knife into the rock and snow mix best I could, and... Damn it! The footing broke, and the knives didn't hold. Suddenly I was sliding and going way too fast to stop when I needed to. I desperately jabbed the knives in, hoping something would catch. One of the knives was suddenly ripped from my wet and numb fingers, and I was so surprised I almost dropped the other one but I managed to grab onto it with my other hand and pushed it hard against the mountainside as the ledge rushed up at me. Stop! Please, stop! I hit the ledge and skidded across it. I was going too fast. I wasn't going to be able to do it. The open air rushed out to greet me. Then suddenly something snagged my arm, and with my legs out in midair, I came to a final stop. I didn't think... I just scrambled back as best I could and slammed my back against the mountainside, breathing hard. It was only after I'd calmed down a moment that I realized what had saved me. Juan? You saved me? Help me. Yes. Yes, that's why I'm here. Don't move. I'm going to check you. I can't feel them. Just, just relax, okay? I'm a healer. I can heal people by touching them. My back. Am I paralyzed? I told you. Just relax. You'll be okay. I just need to check you. There, lay back. Take this heating pad. We'll put it inside your jacket. Now let me put my hands on you and, and breathe. Just breathe. Slowly and deeply. Juan's body was even worse than Mickey's. The lower half of her was all black, and the upper half was filled with widening black pools as the shock and damage to her organs were shutting things down. It was like watching a blackout spread across a city at night, watching all the lights of her body's acupressure points go dark. She was dying, and like Nikolai, I knew she was beyond my power to save. But, unlike Nikolai... If she died, I would too. Cold. My brother. Where is he? Why isn't he here? I glanced around. There was the ruins of a headset nearby. I wondered if I should give her mine. Maybe she could talk to him. <coughs> you can't save me, can you, girl? Can see it on your face. I'm sorry. Juan, please. 
A lot of people are going to die if you don't release the magic power you have inside you first. Is there anything you can do? Can you cast a spell or something to get rid of it? People will... die. Yes, people are going to die, and you're the only one who can save them. Lots of people? Yes, lots of people. Lots of people are going to die. And I need you to let your magic go. Just let it go. Please, for all of us. But then, who would remember me? We will make history, girl. You and me. They will remember us. Don't forget me, brother. I will make you proud. Team Iron Angel, Black Dawn of the Golden Age, Episode 9, Cliffhanger. Written and produced by Robin Patterson. Starring, in order of appearance... Amanda Price as the narrator and Sung Thor. Elena as Stone One. Crystal Lonquist as one. Ty Konzak as Fung. Opening music, Untitled by Peter Chen. Closing music, Cool Spies by Peter Chen. Find his work at soundclick.com. Sound effects provided by Free Sounds, FindSounds.com, the Transformer Sound Effects Collection, and Axel of the Voice Acting Alliance. Casting done on VoiceActingAlliance.com. This work and all its characters within are copyright 2007 Robin Patterson. All rights reserved. This step into audio adventure and others can be found at KungFuActionTheater.com, where theater is spelled with an R-E at the end because that's how it's done with style. Until next time, Zaijian, bye-bye. The Mutual Audio Network. Listening and imagining together. <laughs>